they fly. And then I made a decision that I would be free to be authentically all that I am. Everything that comes with me, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah, I didn't get the Jordash jeans until later. The Ola Sasson, I don't think I ever got those, right? But it was all good. It was all good. I made a decision that I would walk in transparency. We barely had a TV because daddy didn't believe in that. We read a book about Jesus or about black history. And then we would put on plays for our parents. You're listening to the Fly Guy Show. They do everything on the fly and in such a fly manner. Stay fly, stay fly, stay fly. The views expressed on the Fly Guy podcast by the guests of the Fly Guy podcast are only the views of the guests. Unless we say we agree. Unless explicitly stated. <laughs> hey, this is Arnie Thomas here on the Bold School Podcast. You're listening to Psycho Vaughner's Fly Guy Podcast. Support, like, subscribe, and share. He's saying some good things. Share it. Don't keep it to yourself. Our next author, John Dillon Holston, has... One of my Delta sisters, all right, I had to pop that. Come on up here, girl. You just wanted me to say your name 15 times before you came up, right? <laughs> all right, get that oop-oop again. <laughs> all right. Oh, there's a couple of us in here? All right, all right. Well, a couple of y'all. <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen, Miss Holston. All right. Good evening, everyone. I do have a question for everybody. And I'm like you, doctor, without my four-inch heels, I'm the height of an eight-year-old, but it's all good. (laughs) So I have a question for everybody. My question is this. Do you ever wake up some days and say, WTF? Yes. Don't tell my pastor I said that. I'm a licensed minister and ordained elder. So, I'm not talking about the WTF that you suppose. Okay? But I'm talking about the WTF that says you are working towards failing forward, holding on to your faith, and walking in total freedom. WTF Working towards Failing forward Holding on to your faith And walking in total And complete freedom I want you to walk with me Down memory lane A little history So I'm actually A product of Virginia Beach School system Some people don't know that Because I graduated in bad news, Virginia. <laughs> so, very much like the doctor over here. My parents, who are wonderful. I went to Bayside High School. Anybody a Marlin in the, any Marlins in the house? No Marlins in the house. Anybody know? Thank you. Represent one time. <laughs> so, Bayside High School, 9th, 10th, 11th grade. I was president of the SCA. Thought I had it going on, right? And I want you to just walk with me during my era 
some of the memories and history that I remember. So, some of the clothes that we wore, like Jordache jeans. Anybody know about Jordache jeans? Some of the younger folks might be like, what is that? I think they sell them in Walmart now. Back then, they were like the hottest thing ever. Well, I was always like third generation. I could never get them when they first came out. My parents would like, they would be bequeathed to me from a cousin or something. <laughs> yeah. So Jordache jeans, Ola Sasson jeans. Mm -hmm. Some of y'all remember. Mm -hmm. Anybody remember the Kango hats? No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Kangos, Parasuko jeans. I know. So, uh, yeah, that's what's up. <laughs> Some of the young people, you might not can relate it's just different labels now yeah. right and some of the labels are the same I remember the members only jackets those are back out now right yeah. I remember Lee jeans Levi jeans I remember gold chains we had the herring bones the snake chain. yeah you remember that <laughs> right um, Tommy Hilfiger everybody wanted some Tommy Hilfiger my daddy didn't let us wear it but go look up your history you'll understand why um, he was president of NAACP after years ago um, Coogee sweaters mm -hmm, Coogee um, we had let me see ice cream label uh huh. It, my, my corner is over here. They must come from my era. Fubu, Carl Kanai. Uh huh. Somebody can relate. Cross colors, crisscross to make you jump, jump. Yeah. Okay. I still got it a little bit. <laughs> All right. What about the gazelle glasses? Y'all remember those? You wear them with your shell toe Adidas and your Kango. Yeah. That's what's up. Varsity jackets. Those are still around. I remember some of the styles. I wanted so bad to have me an asymmetrical haircut like salt and pepper. Y'all know salt and pepper. And the asymmetrical haircut is back out, right? I remember the high top fades, the Gumby hairstyles. Stay with me. Rat tails. Y'all know what that is? <laughs> Um, I remember the boom boxes, the nameplate necklaces. <laughs> yeah, I'm taking some people way back, right? I'm dating myself. I remember different shoes that were popular. So Vans, I see them everywhere now. Back in the days, we, as my daughter calls it, back in the days, we wore Vans, right? Well, not we, they, right? So yeah, it was five of us. So I'm a PK. Anybody know what a PK is? Preacher's kid. I'm a preacher's kid, right? So my daddy was like, you will not wear those labels. You know, I remember Ked shoes. Oh, I just wanted some Ked so bad. But my parents would buy me what we call butter cookies or bobos. South South Chicago, bobos. <laughs> Virginia Beach, butter cookies. All right. So, so somebody remembers, right? I remember the Chuck Taylors, which we wear now, right? Converse, Chuck Taylors, Bally's, Filas, K-Swiss, High Top Reeboks, Pump Reeboks, stay with me, Doc Martens, people, yeah, and now they're like $300, back in the days, they were like commonplace, right? I mentioned the Shell Toe Adidas, stay with me, 
Pumas. Pumas are back out. I remember all the rap groups that my daddy wouldn't let me listen to, but my brothers had all the tapes. And when my parents weren't at home, we would listen to them. I remember Ron DMC, Dougie Fresh, Grandmaster Flash, Slick Rick, LL Cool J, EPMD, Biggie Smalls, Tupac, Third Base, A Tribe Called Quest, Beastie Boys, <laughs> Biz Marquee, Bone Thugs, and Harmony, all of that that daddy wouldn't let us listen to, but we would listen on the side, right? I remember Michael Jackson. Oh my goodness, all I wanted was just a glove. My cousin had a Michael Jackson glove and I wanted that glove with everything that was within me. So when we would go visit my cousins in New York, we would go down to Canal mm-hmm, and we got us a Michael Jackson jacket. It was plastic, but it was all good. And I found me a Michael Jackson glove. You couldn't tell me nothing. I just told my daddy it's for ushering. Right? So in the church, so that he wouldn't, even though it had diamondoids in it, right? Sparkles. So I love that glove and that jacket. Whitney Houston was all the craze. Um, I remember Boys to Men and New Edition when they came out. Cindy Lauper, Madonna. You know, we got to be diverse. Um, In Vogue, SWV, TLC, Escape, even Sade, Shaka Khan. I remember Will Smith, parents just don't understand. Stay with me. I'm taking you down a walk down history and memory lane with just for a brief moment. Millie Vanilli with they fake selves, right? (laughs) I liked Millie Vanilli. Spice Girls, Flavor Flav. Kevin Campbell, Pebbles, anybody remember Pebbles? Even Boy George. I remember when MTV came out, we didn't have cable, okay? We barely had a TV, because Daddy didn't believe in that. We read a book about Jesus or about black history, and then we would put on plays for our parents, Right? And so there was one TV located in my parents' bedroom, and it was like nine inches with rabbit ears, right? There were no remotes or any of that. And we would watch certain shows, quality shows together as a family. Looks like I had a pretty good life, right? Yeah. So I remember Word Up magazine. I remember Atari that we got like generations after at a at a yard sale. We never got, you know, we didn't get it when it first came out. I remember the joysticks we use word processors well we wrote and then we got a word processor we didn't have a computer I remember Pac-Man Donkey Kong easy, my first easy bake oven Cabbage Patch Kids anyway the list goes on and on G.I. Joe Transformers Power Rangers I remember the Rubik's Cube when it came out Pagers does anybody know what a pager is? Hey, yo, I beat you. Why you ain't call me back? Yep. You know what that is? <laughs> so I remember sneaking a pager, all that, right? I remember the home phone where we had times where we could talk on the phone. And the phone was located in the kitchen. And it had a cord. I have to describe it because some people don't have a clue if you're under a certain age. So that cord, my parents, would you had certain times... 
And when your time was up, my father would get on the phone from his bedroom and say, God bless you. Your time is up. So I would just be like, don't even call me because my daddy going to give you a sermon. Right? So we didn't have a dishwasher. These were the dishwasher. Okay? And I remember all these things. I remember how we would watch the facts of life, the Brady Bunch, we would watch the Jeffersons, we would, which my daddy didn't like because he said, if these are the only shows, good times, even though that was literally where we grew up as a family, but it was where my, you know, my family lived, <laughs> but daddy said, if those are the only type of shows that depict how African Americans were, you don't need to watch it. So, but I do remember when we go over our cousin's house, we watch it, right? So, all of that was happening, living single, Looney Tunes, Flintstones, Bruce Lee karate movies on Saturday morning, Scooby-Doo, Tom and Jerry, all that. But, here's the thing. All these things that I wished for and longed for as a child... And my parents had certain standards and rules and wouldn't let me participate in. I thought my life was over. Although in school I did very well academically. Like I said, I served as president of the SCA, 9th, 10th, 11th grade. And then I felt like the bottom dropped out. And you've heard a repeated theme through the evening. My parents decided to move from, we had already moved from the Midwest. Then we moved to Virginia Beach. Then my senior year, my brother, my wonderful parents decided to move us from Virginia Beach, Witch Duck Landing. Anybody know where that is? Yeah, off of Witch Duck Road. And we moved to Bad News, Virginia, Newport News, Denby. So, yeah, right? There's some significant. They told me, you're not really from Newport News. You live in Denby. But back then, it's all the same now. But my senior year, the year where I was supposed to hold the record of being president all four years, I was popular. You know, I had a, I was in every, seemed like, organization there was. I was headed to college. I was ready to take life by the horn and get out of my parents' house so I didn't have to be under the rule of a pastor. And then I felt like the bottom dropped out. I moved to Virginia Beach. I mean, I moved to Newport News from Virginia Beach. And I had to almost redefine myself. No one knew me. No one was like, what's up, Jondalyn in the hall? No one was talking about all of my great accomplishments. No one paid me any attention. And I had to redefine myself my senior year. And I'm here to tell you, my grades began to drop. Because my father decided to start a new church over in Newport News. My mother started working for the government. My father used to teach. He was a professor. He, was, he did all types of things. He's a pastor. He served with NAACP. We were all over the place, right? And my mother decided she was working for the government over at Fort Eustis. And they were just very busy with new ministry, new jobs. And I felt like I had a loss, a connection somewhere. And during that time, I began to develop low self-esteem. 
it wasn't really popular all the time to be my complexion. I wasn't developed like the rest of my friends, the eight-year-old syndrome. <laughs> I was shorter than most. I graduated from high school weighing 84 pounds, a whopping 84 pounds, hair out to here, right? I cut my hair against my father's will. I got that asymmetric haircut. I paid for it later, but it was all worth it. I was cute. So I thought, salt and pepper's here. <laughs> so I really thought the bottom had dropped out. I ended up getting it back together, but it took me some time. And I had developed so many insecurities during that season in my life that they were carried into my adulthood. I never addressed them. I never dealt with them, right? I just hid them. I'm a pastor's kid. I know how to play it off know how to, God is good all the time, and all the time God is good, right? I knew how to say all the sayings, the isms, the schisms, and all. I knew how to act. My parents taught me how to act regardless of what form I was in, but when I would go and be alone at night, I didn't like to look in the mirror. I didn't want to deal with the reality of, I don't like me. I don't like what I look like. I don't like what I've become. I have some accomplishments, but I was struggling with me. I was struggling with all my failures. I was struggling with my faith. And I was struggling with the freedom to be who God had created me to be. You know that WTF? I was struggling with all of that. Then, and I'll be quick. I entered into, after college, you know, I, I did what I was supposed to do. You know, you go to school, you get married, you get a career, you have children, you get a big house and a big car and all that. You go to all the social everything. I was doing all of that. I was even a member of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. So I was hanging with the, that's hanging with the Soros and all of that, right? still felt unfulfilled. I still didn't like myself. Then I got in a marriage that didn't work out, my brother. <laughs> you know, it didn't work out. And when that didn't work out, I really, really thought, is this what life is all about? The God that they tell me all about, is this what it was really all about? I contemplated suicide. So many times. Yeah, me. I didn't want to live anymore. And you might say, really, over just that? But whatever your that is, it's your that. Right? So I decided one day when the everything, I lost what felt like everything. I lost my husband, not to death. He left, and this ain't no sad, sorry, Mary J. Blige. I'm not going to cry story. He left. And then, through all legal this and that and that and this, I lost my house. I lost my cars. My Mercedes that I loved. I lost that. And then I lost my career job. And then I lost my last living grandmother and I thought, this is the big one, Elizabeth. <laughs> yeah. 
And at that moment when I said, I, I can't do this anymore with children and all. My beautiful daughter who is here with me this evening, Selah. She began to ask questions about her esteem. She had a situation in school where she struggled with bullying. And from that situation, she decided to start a nonprofit. I was like, seriously? She went and did all this research, got her little business plan. She didn't realize that she was building mommy up. She was building me up as I was felt like I was losing it all. Through her ambition and her drive and her willingness to live through the adversity that she was going through, she built mommy up. I had to pull myself up by the bootstraps. I had to go and get myself some help and sit on somebody's couch. And I'm not ashamed of that because I needed to download. I was carrying everybody's everything, including my own. I went and downloaded and made a decision that failing was okay as long as I did it forward. And I turned all those failures into something significant that could bless myself and others. I had to hold on to the faith that I knew was deep down in my soul. And as I began to build my faith up and read, you know, and read about the one who made me. And I had to go back and recollect through my journals how I had been, I had survived through so many adversities, but I was still here. My faith was being built. And then I made a decision that I would be free to be authentically all that I am. Everything that comes with me, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah, I didn't get the Jordash jeans until later. The Ola Sasson, I don't think I ever got those, right? But it was all good. It was all good. I made a decision that I would walk in transparency. What you see is what you get. Now, you have to use wisdom with that. You don't tell all your business to everybody. You got to understand your audience. And through it, I too was able to take all my hundreds of journals because I've always been a writer, my brother. I took all of that and I began to just compile it into my life story. And as I would write, I would cry and literally sometimes the pages would be drenched with my tears because it was literally a purging. But as I did it, I felt so much light. I felt like I was losing weight. So of course I had to keep writing. So as I wrote, a friend of mine reached out to me and said, hey, there's a movement called, <laughs> and it was so awesome, <laughs> Fearless Storytellers. She said, girl, the world needs your story. So I'm like, oh, another one of the, you know, I've read so many books. Okay, yeah, the world needs my story. But she talked me through it. And she, she, she took my manuscript and added it to a group of women, a compilation of stories telling how we've been through trauma and tears, but have turned all of that into triumph by learning, not just soaking in sorrow over what we've been through, but taking it and turning it into triumph. So I say to you today, as the theme has been repeated all night, it's okay to have adversity because if you, if, if you are human, it's inevitable, right? But turn that adversity 
into strength by using it to benefit self and others. So when you wake up every day, yes, you need to say WTF. Not as ye suppose. <laughs> right? But WTF because you are working, right? Say you are working, right? What are you working towards? Failing forward. Failing forward and what else? Holding on to your what? Faith. Holding on to your faith and walking what? <laughs> Walking, I can't hear you. In total freedom. Walking in total freedom. So I say to you tonight, WTF. God bless you. All right. All right. Walking in total yes. freedom. Freedom. All right. Don't say WTF when you're in school tomorrow. I can't do <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that. Stay fly, stay fly, stay fly. The views expressed on the Fly Guy podcast by the guests of the Fly Guy podcast are only the views of the guests, unless we say we agree, unless explicitly stated. Stay conscious. Stay fly. 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 Stay fly.